Yoo-hoo, it's Georgie. Hi, it's Kirsten. Our Ready For It podcast is getting you ready, hyped up, caught up, ahead of the eras tour. This unofficial Swiftography was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people. This land was never ceded. Always was, always will be. We are getting into era three. Speak now, right after this. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Taylor Swift originally wanted to name her third studio album Enchanted, but big studio execs warned her off, saying it was time to leave tales of high school heartbreak behind. Speak Now was still an era about love and fairy tales, but also brutal breakups. Special hello here to John Mayer, who we know is definitely listening, and also about regret. It was the first album of Taylor's to be wholly written by herself. Zero co-writers. It was also the first work released by our dragon-fighting heroine following that Kanye stage rush. I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. This era began in 2010. Taylor finally leaving her teen years behind and fast becoming one of the most newsworthy celebrities on the planet. Speak Now sold more than one million copies in the US in its first week. It spent six weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 and won two Grammy Awards for the lead single, Me. Isn't it wild that she's still only like barely 21? This is her third studio album. It is wild. And Speak Now very purposefully titled that because after all of the Kanye stuff, Mm. in the climate of the time, Taylor Swift is the biggest person on earth. Mm -hmm. She was starting to get some criticism though as presenting herself as the songwriter Absolutely. of her generation Which, and claiming I mean, that title. Probably a good call now correct. that we know what we know. <laughs> yeah, correct. But she was getting criticism for that because people were like, yeah, but you've got co-writers. So yeah. really how much of your songs are you writing? Yeah. So she was like, okay then, I'll write this entire Challenge thing Challenge accepted. Yeah. I would also say that post the Kanye incident, she had something to prove. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that 
the speak now of it has become synonymous with this era of her finding her own voice. But it's interesting to know, you just mentioned this, that it wasn't meant to be called Speak Now or she didn't want it to be called Speak Now originally. Originally, she wanted this album to be called Enchanted, but it was the label... Scott Borchetta, mm. the head of the label, Big Machine Records. Yes. We will be getting into them later on that in this man series. will come up again. <laughs> he didn't want it to be called Enchanted because he thought that that was too juvenile. He was like, we are done with high school, we are moving on. Which is so ironic because those themes are still exactly what she's been writing about. I mean, the sound is definitely more mature. Mm. I think the sound is definitely more mature. But we are still living in this fairy tale land. And we see that with the imagery that she uses oh. in any of the vinyls, all of the album covers. She's there in the big purple ball gown. Still got the curls. This was also the time of Wonderstruck the perfume. Yeah, it was. was. You know where we went through? It was her chemist warehouse perfume era. (laughs) There was a time of the 2010s when every single pop star Mm. seemed to release a fragrance. I was a curious girly. Oh, my God, Britney Spears. I knew it. I can see the bottle. I can see the bottle. I remember being so excited to go to my local Maya and try (laughs) Wonderstruck the perfume. It was in that purple little sphere thing. Perfect for the era. Yeah, totally. But I didn't love the smell of oh, it. Oh, no. I was like, oh, Tay, this is a bit too Oh, a girly. bit too much. It feels yeah. like she didn't have enough say in it. No, totally, totally, totally. We know that our Marketing girl ploy. loves capitalism. <laughs> she loves it. I think she may have created it. Yeah, the math is mathing. <laughs> <laughs> totally is. I also think, though, that what really typifies this era, mm. the speak now of it all, is that Taylor Swift was so famous that everyone had now started to take a direct interest in her personal life. Yes, and some of the music was backing that up because she was starting to play into that as well. It and was giving the first, us those yes, little. It was the first time crumbs. that she teased us with a song that to everyone felt really obvious as to who it was about mm-hmm. in Dear John. I know there's some discussion about which famous John it might be. Yeah. It's John Mayer. It's please. John Mayer. Yeah. Can we say that? Do we have legal in the room? Yeah. I feel like we can say that. <laughs> John, I apologise. I'm not coming for you. I'm oh, just yeah. saying that Taylor came for you. <laughs> but I think it's the first time that us as Swifties put our little detective hats on. Yeah. And it's fair to say that Swifties are personified by being an informed fan base. Absolutely. We are obsessed with the details. It's why we have Fact Checker Maddie in the room, to make sure that we stay on track. Correct. We cannot get this wrong. Correct. (laughs) And we will get into Easter eggs, we will get into the crumbs that she feeds us and we build bakeries out of. We will get there. (laughs) We will get there. But this is the starting point, the starting point of that journey. It's also the first time that she became linked with fame and celebrity in terms of her dating life because yeah. she was starting to date high-profile people yes. and that became part of her story for the rest of her career. People tore her down for writing these breakup ballads and these anthems about famous men in a way that I think male pop stars have never had to answer for. Never, ever, when ever Ed had Sheeran to answer writes for. about his exes and his heart being broken. Who we know who they are, Ellie Goulding. We know yeah, this. we know this. We know it's you. Yeah. But he's never had to answer questions about that. I mean, John Mayer's done it himself. He's written songs about his love life. But for some reason, from this album on, Taylor was constantly asked questions about her love life and constantly held to a standard that we don't hold male pop stars to. The Ellen Show. The Ellen Show. The Ellen Show, her appearances on there, she had this love-hate relationship with The Mm. Ellen Show. It was like they were friends, but were they? Were they frenemies? What was it? And it started a little bit when she was dating Joe Jonas around the time of Feelers coming out. Yep. That guy's not in my life anymore, unfortunately. I'm sorry to hear that. That's ouch. 
Now, I know the ouch things with you because I've, you've told me you drive by their houses a lot. And then with John Mayer. So you continue to write about ex-boyfriends. There's a new one that people are speculating that it was about John Mayer. That song kind of is what it is. Okay, great. We know the answer now. It's about him. But there were specific appearances on The Ellen Show that now... So cringe. Everyone would cringe. So cringe. There was a little bit of lightness in her dating life in this era as well because it was the era that she was linked to Taylor Lautner, which we'll get into because we're going to talk about the music next. We're going to talk about the music. We're going to talk about the music. Oh, my God, we're going to get into so many fights. I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but I just we did say one of us was a uh, speak now girly, and one of us wasn't. I think it's obvious which is which. We're going to get into fisticuffs. (laughs) That's coming up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On Ready For It, the podcast, we are trying to create the ultimate canon of Taylor Swift. Yes. If there's an apocalypse, we've lost everything, all the information is gone, what can we keep archived so Mm. that you will understand the full journey of Taylor Swift? The must-listen tracks from each album to being a Swifty. But I feel like you have muddied the rules. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to come for you straight away because I feel like this is going to be a hard episode for you and me. But... I feel like the rules around the canon Mm. have become such Mm. that it's only her big radio hits so far that have made the canon. I mean, I think justifiable for debut and fearless. I'm going to hit you straight out of the gates with this Mm. one in that Dear John has to be canon and it wasn't, I would say, a gigantic radio success. Okay, 
I do agree with you on that one. <laughs> I absolutely agree that Dear John has to be canon. I didn't know that Dear John was a thing until I saw this concert live. This was the first time that I saw Taylor Swift in Australia. I was in Brisbane at the Boondle Entertainment Centre and I remember lining up outside all day trying to see when she came into the complex, yep. also lining up to see if we could get a glimpse of Scott, her dad. <laughs> Mr. He Swift. did give someone a guitar pick. <gasps> that someone was not me. Oh, that's disappointing. But I remember it vividly. But Dear John, it was like, okay. It wasn't yeah. one of my favourites. I would at that time probably skip it because I felt it was quite a long song. Yeah, and it's, to me, a little bit boring. It's the story behind it and yeah. how it's lived on yes. in that the John Mayer connection. Yeah. And really looking back now post Me Too mm. and the lyrics that she sings about, about taking her innocence, mm. that hits a bit harder these days. The whole thing is brilliant because the Dear John letter is like that letter that you get from a soldier in yeah. the army. It's like, you know, breaking up with you from Absolutely. being at home. Like, ugh. Amazing. And I remember the paparazzi photographs of the pair of them at the time and I don't think it registered just because of the culture that we were in at that time, how much younger she was than him. Yeah. And where this song sits in terms of the maturing of her songwriting, Mm -hmm. bringing those themes and that narrative storytelling along again, Mm -hmm. like we saw, I argue, in Love Story where she like flips it at the end and, you know, she's the firework and it's like you've got to watch me now, I'm going to be the biggest thing that you've ever seen. And to see where she is now, it's like, yeah, this has to be canon because it's integral for that growth. Well, I mean, it's the entire thing of mean, which I want to bring up. Should that be on the canon? It's, you know, I'll be living in a big city. (laughs) (laughs) All you're ever going to be is mean. But look at her now. But look at her now. That is such a, this album, there's so many good songs. I would say that mean isn't canon, but Dear John has to be canon. What about mine? (sighs) No, I don't think that's <laughs> canon either. Okay. I would argue Enchanted is canon. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, Over Back to December? Yes. Ooh. A thousand percent. So Back to December was the song that she wrote about Taylor Lautner. I know. Twilight she Jacob broke Hello. his little heart. She did, she did. And it was the first song, I think, where we saw her take ownership. Where of she was the bad guy. She was the bad guy. Yeah. It was the self-awareness yeah. that we're not used to with Miss Swift at I this time. I can't wait to be the bad guy one day. <laughs> 37, it's any day now. <laughs> 2024, could be the year. Can't wait for someone to write Dear Cursive. <laughs> I agree with you and I know that this is where you thought that we were going to argue because I'm just not a speak now girly. Whoa. You love These are crazy this words. album. You yes, love I this do. album. I and do. I mean, there are some highlights for me. Back to December though, is so beautiful. Dear John, I mean, iconic. Cannon. But I agree, there is nothing on here that's Enchanted canon. has to be canon. Has okay. to be. canon because it's so beautiful and it is I'll symbolic of the fairy tale that she's so obsessed with. And it's just the simplest idea. It's, it's the simplest concept. moment in the Eras tour. I oh. have audio because uh, I've been to the Eras tour. Have I mentioned it? Um, I have gone. I went to the Santa Clara show at the end of July. <laughs> and if we can, we'll insert a clip here that I took <laughs> of the entire crowd singing Enchanted back at her. And she was in this amazing ball gown. Oh. And I just remember sobbing. Please don't be another someone else. 
it was one God, of the four times that I cried during the concert was during that. <laughs> I would also say I'm putting up for Canon. Okay. Long live. Oh. Look, I'll let you decide because this is not my era. Okay. I can't speak to Long Live. I don't like it as a song. Whoa! Again, oh, you oh, are. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Fact checker Maddie is with me on this. I'm not sure I'm allowed to be in this seat. Okay, anymore. but she's written this song. This is crazy though because. Can I give you my arguments for why Long Live has to be canon? Yeah, and I'm not getting petty about it. Like, I'm not going to block it just to block it. But, okay. But, but it has to be canon because she's written it for us. Us, you and me? Us, yes. But she's written it for Swifties. I feel no connection to it whatsoever. But What do you mean? It's not a popular opinion. So... But the sentiment of it, her leaving high school, just like looking around, pretending that she liked any of her people that she was in high school with eh. and being like, yeah, we can do it. Sure, Hopefully but you, get, remember you me. get that from mean. No, not the same. I'm not just saying. Not the same. We go to a tie break. Fact checker, Maddie. Long live, Canon. It's got to be canon. It's got to be canon. Thank All you. All right, okay. Thank you. I'll, I will, Thank I will you. take this one for the Thank team. You. It's so, canon. Are we saying? Dear John. Yes. Enchanted. Yes. Long live. Okay, that's three canon songs from this album. It is superior. <laughs> what an album. It's amazing. Amazing. All right, well, after this, let's break it down a little bit more with our five favourite things. <laughs> I'm like, in five my question. <laughs> I've cracked it. <laughs> Are you ready for it? We kind of brushed this off in our previous episode and era, Fearless, because none of those songs were on our personal top 13 list. Yeah. But when it comes to Speak Now, are any on your top 13 list? No. Can I say I've banged on about Breathe and that could possibly make top 13, <laughs> but, you know, we'll circle back. Um, no, I don't think for me that anything from Speak Now would make top 13 because 13 is just not many. Mm. I know it's hard. It's, it's hard. so hard. Would, These would, are hard conversations. For you, would they? Yes. And it's none of the ones that we've really talked about. Oh, my God. I'm so, so excited. I would say not only top 13, but a top three <gasps> song for me is Sparks Fly. Oh, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not right. I I, that's just not right. I cannot even tell you why I love this song so much. I hope you can I just, because this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will try and find the words. It just fills me with such joy, unlike oh. any of her other songs, mm-hmm. I would I would probably say. Top three, though. Top three. It's top three. It's top three for me. It is something about, like, the initial... <laughs> I just get so happy. It's still got enough country in there for me. Yeah. It's definitely pop. There's guitars. Like It has everything for you. It's the drop everything now. It's, like, the key change. It's, it's, it's everything. I mean, it does have everything you want in a Taylor Swift banger. I just think that there are 13 songs that do it better. <laughs> it also... Also has set unrealistic expectations in my life mm-hmm. because get me with those green eyes, baby, when the lights go down has literally been something I've been chasing my entire life. And I'm I've, so sorry. And I'm going to marry someone who does not have green eyes. Mm, I'm so and sorry about it's, that. It's, it's really <laughs> affecting me. So, and I blame T-Swift for well, that. You can. I do think that also Haunted 
potentially could be in my top 13. Okay, that's so interesting because yeah. I love Haunted. I will belt Haunted out in my car like nobody's business. It's unreal. It's like visceral for me, but still not top 13. Okay. Well, then what's your lyric? What's your favourite lyric from the Speak Okay, now so my era? lyric might be from Haunted. Oh. I think. Okay. No, it's not from Haunted, I, I, but I do have two that I'd like to discuss. Okay. Okay. That's definitely a stretch There's of the one rules. from mine. Okay. You made a rebel of a careless oh, man's careful one. daughter. You made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter. You are the best thing that's ever been by. Oh, my God. I've gone from, all right, well, we don't know I know. Her, you are very sure of yourself. That is just... <laughs> Oh, it's so clever. You made a rebel oh, of a careless yeah. man's careful daughter. It's genius. Okay, it's genius. so that might be mine. But the other one that cuts a little bit deep for me is Turns Out Freedom Ain't Nothing But Missing You. Back to December. Turns out freedom ain't nothing but missing you. Wish I realized what I had in you. I don't know how I would pick between the two. Yeah, okay. I feel that that's very poetic. Yeah. As... And I was an adult when this came out, but as more of an adult now, looking back, mm. that is a very, very like poignant lyric. Absolutely. I want to know yours. Oh, Martin, you're going to hate mine because you've already like absolutely just had a conniption and don't like this song, which is wild. Long live all the mountains we moved. I had the time of my life fighting dragons with you. Long live all the mountains we moved. I had the time of my I know Which, everyone's going to come for me, but you know, I don't like the fairy tale stuff so much. Oh, but it's the symbolism of this. And this to me represents like the fans have really taken ownership of this song from yeah. Tay. And for me, I've taken ownership of it and I apply it to my two besties. Mm-hmm. And so we have loved Taylor Swift for decades. Your two other besties. My two other, sorry, my two, my two other besties. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't like this song, so you can't be a part of, you can't <laughs> no, sit with fair, us. That's fair, that's fair. They can have it, song. they can have it, they can have and it. And I remember <laughs> it was one of the other times that I cried at the Eras tour was when this played because so I was just sobbing. Did you say so Sorry, <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> no, so, so beautiful. So beautiful, and I mean. And I just sobbed because it was oh. like you look around and it's like everyone becomes your friend that you would like to fight the dragons with. I I do love that for you. <laughs> All right. I before, do love that for you. Before you are the dragon I must slay, let us go. What's the next one? What song you want to dance to? Probably Haunted in a weird way. Like oh, it yeah. fires me up the most, I guess, maybe more so than dance to. Yeah. But yeah. probably gets me fired up the most. Okay. Also, totally, because I remember at the concert, remember she had those huge bells that yes. came out and she like bashed the bashed bells? the bells. Oh, yeah. That is. Unreal. Yeah, again, another red frame in my mind. Um... <laughs> Story of Us. Oh, yeah, great. Next chapter. (laughs) (laughs) I hate a spoken word anything, almost. There are some exceptions, but, yeah, that's a vibe. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I do like nice. (laughs) What song are you crying to? Definitely Back to December for me. Yeah, yeah, because, as you might know, I struggle with regret, Mm. and that song puts Mm. regret into such a spotlight Mm. the song's all about regret like what did I do this was all me it was my mistake what did I do interesting despite me admitting that I cry to Enchanted and Long Live (laughs) on this I would cry to Never Grow Up oh yeah that's yeah okay I'm not arguing (laughs) yeah which is just it's just one of those bittersweet songs that again 
with the gift curse of time, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, God. Yeah. I think she did write it from the perspective of for a goddaughter or something at the yeah. time. Fact checker Maddie nodding her head. Yes. Yep. For a goddaughter. And oh. that I think is just so beautiful. And now that I have friends who have kids as well, it takes on a whole other. That's the thing. I see well. my niece and now that song hits so differently. What song are you skipping? Okay. Mate. Mm. I'll go first. Back you to go. December. I'm skipping. <gasps> I know. I know. I'm sorry. This is this is where we're. You at. let me bang on and bang. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna skip. I can't say sparks fly. I'm gonna go with innocent. <gasps> much if you said sparks fly. <laughs> Interesting. It's just a bit much because I think that there is an argument for innocent being part of the canon because this is the song that she wrote for Kanye West. Yeah. You know, you're still an innocent, still 32, still no, 32, still growing up yeah. now. Um which is crazy because I'm 32 and I would never think about storming <laughs> the stage and ruining someone's acceptance You've grown up speech. enough. <laughs> Wild. Um, okay, well, where is this sitting? Where is this album sitting on your chart? Okay. Because <laughs> I already thought I made a mistake with putting Fearless at number eight. Yeah. But I'm not allowed to move it. I had a moment of doubt actually when I was looking at this okay, one today. Hang on. I need to do maths in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm going to panic again, and I could put it in a wrong spot. But there's I'm, no wrong. There's just more correct. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hang on, I'm trying. I'm trying to count. Mm-hmm. Five, five. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's halfway. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm getting ready for this. Um, ten. I'm so sorry, G. I'm so sorry, Crazy. but it's, for me, it's number ten. Wow. I'm sorry, debut just got there for me. Wow. You think debut is better than this I masterpiece? Do. I think it does almost the same job, but being younger, oh, whatever. Darling, I, you know what? Don't you question me. Don't you ever grow? And that's us out. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> oh my I can't wait for the next year up. And can I just say, we will be running all the reds to get you this chat. <laughs> oh, ooh. I'm so proud of myself. It is red next episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't clock it. Thanks for listening to a She's Dead production. It takes a village to put this together. With our undying thanks to our social gurus and directors, Kieran and Trent, our audio maestro, Mike Santos, set designer, fact checker, and ultimate hype Swifty Maddie, J-Lo on graphics, and Gemma for making us feel at home, and the Ready For It culture hire, fuzzy producer Rupert. Follow us on TikTok at Ready For It Pod, and also if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a lovely review. Only the lovely ones. Only, only lovely ones. (laughs) Something that Taylor would. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Love.